This is a production of the LPL Podcast Network. Welcome to the Ladies Power Lunch Podcast with Dr. Davia Shepard, a resource for women in business, presenting a wide range of topics exploring professional growth and personal development. And now, Dr. Davia Shepard. Everybody, welcome to Ladies Power Lunch. We're having collaboration conversations, and I am joined today by somebody that I consider one of my very dear friends, Christy. Christy, thank you so much for joining us. Will you tell our viewers and our listeners just who you are and what it is that you're up to in the world? Sure. Um, thank you so much, Davia, for having me. Um, I am a wellness advocate, and I encourage women to practice self-care. I also tie um, energy into my work through a system called Human Design, and I'm just on a mission, like Dr. Davia, to help empower women and help um, women with their wellness, with their business with success with abundance and so that's why I I feel very connected with your mission as well awesome ladies power lunch we're here for you if you need us and also we're really happy to partner with the women who are here supporting our community so really really appreciate that tell us a little bit Christy about how you decided to get into this line of work well, I had a passion for health and wellness for a long time, starting with, I would say, when I started to practice yoga and uncover this, this whole world of mind, body, and spirit. And as I evolved and uh, explored different modalities, the timing was actually right this year in 2020, um, even though we this year has been a lot of stress and unrest. It was a year when I was able to transition fully into this field of wellness. And because I have great connections with groups like Ladies Power Lunch, I really had already this great community of support and knowledge of being a solopreneur and being um, connected to other great solopreneurs who are going through the same thing that I think I am this year. I hear you. You know, it's interesting that you say that it's counterintuitive that 2020 would be a good year for you to launch into this kind of business. But I would say 2020 is the best year for you to launch into this kind of business because this is the year we're all going through a lot of things that are a little bit different from what we've experienced before. And so paying a little bit more of attention to our own health and wellness is important, probably more important this year than it has ever been. So in my opinion, this is a perfect time for you to be branching out into this field. We're talking about collaborations. So tell me, when you think of collaborations, what comes to mind for you? I think the word that comes to mind for me is leverage. It's about, in the visual picture that I see in that, it's like we might be on individual bikes, but if we're on a tandem bike, two people together, you don't have to pedal as hard. You can go further. You can even maybe go faster. And it's about bringing together 
two different forces to go in the same direction and to move forward. And I say leverage because it takes the power of two or more and then helps everybody to work together. And I come from a marketing background. So the background I've been in for more than 20 years has been in nonprofits where marketing budgets weren't very big. So collaboration and leverage was always a part of my world, of my language, and in terms of tactics and implementation. Tell me a little bit more about some of the experiences that you might have had when your budget was small, but you actually used collaboration to move yourself forward in this nonprofit space. Sure. Well, in that world, you know, it was important that the organization that I was with found other like-minded organizations with similar missions in the same community. And rather than try to look at each other as competitors, trying to fill the same space, how could you share that same space? And how could you work together, let's say, to develop a launch or program, or even co-promote things for each other? And that world was very small. So it really worked out that a lot of the organizations that I would be um, connected to in uh, nonprofits would want to work together and not try to see it as competition. And I think that was better. It was a small world. So people would even move different jobs and you'd still see them in the same community. So it was really important to be mindful of collaboration. I love that you bring up this idea of there not being really anything that's considered competition in that small space of nonprofits. And I I really think that that's something that as entrepreneurs, we can spend some time wrapping our heads around. Have you had any experiences where it might have seemed like it would be a competitive situation, but then it actually turned out that it was a collaborative situation? You know, I think that the mindset that I've had has always been towards collaboration. One way I would say that it feels sometimes competitive is when you want to share information and allow people to receive that information, let's say, without paying for it, this free, you know, free consulting, free advice. The idea is, oh, maybe I shouldn't give that for free. And what we don't realize is that people are really wanting to trust somebody and it's not about sales anymore. It's about relationships and building that trust. So I think that's where I've seen it the most is when the competitive nature of ours is to wait a second, let's not share that information. And what I love is a a friend of mine just recently said, a friend and mentor, there is enough and more for us to all have enough and for plenty to go around So when we start to look at lack and narrowness, I think that really restricts us. What do you think it is that's holding people back the most from really considering this idea of collaboration? Well, you touched on the competition part. And again, I think if you're not seeing the vastness of opportunities, then that might be one thing that holds you back. The other is realizing, and I bring in here this idea of human design, that a big majority of the population are what we call generators, and they're meant to wait to respond to the right opportunities. So sometimes it's a matter of being really present, 
staying connected and knowing when it's right to collaborate rather than trying to force it to happen or make it happen. You might have, for example, in a networking group, the right time of type of person suddenly come up that uh, you hadn't known the person and they feel like they just have very um, similar energy and you have synergies that could work together. So that's the kind of thing is to be, again, mindful and present so that those opportunities are, that you're aware of them and those opportunities come forward in your radar, so to speak. So I, I love that and I love, I think we've been having a, a lot coming up in a lot of these conversations that we've been having is that collaboration ideas can be pretty much everywhere and it's really up to us to be very open to just how the universe might bring these collaborations to us. I know you and I have had a collaboration in the past where I've had a retreat and you've been the person who's done the yoga piece of it and it's been quite successful. So I know firsthand what it's like to collaborate with you, but what about other people out there who might be looking for collaboration but not really, really sure how to proceed with that. Would you be able to share a story about a time when you had a collaboration that was kind of unexpected but it turned out to be the best thing ever? Sure. And, and let me just first say that events are a great way to enter into collaborations like you and I did because the ability to reach wider audiences and share that information through different networks. But another story that was um, more recent, I would say, was this year. I had started in a mastermind group with four other women to just connect on a weekly basis about our business and how it was growing. And we came to realize that each of us do something very different. And we brought together our skills and our subject matters into a theme of empowering women. It started with the idea, and I think thanks to you and others this year who created these anthology books, these books that had multiple authors under one umbrella, we started just saying, well, maybe we could create a book of some sort, bringing together our businesses. And it turned into a speaking series. And we actually had the opportunity to test it out with a group, with a women's center, and presented the five of us on these different subject matters, one person a week over the course of a couple weeks to present and help empower women. And so it turned from a group that was meeting weekly to this series. And also hopefully our book will be something that comes out in 2021. Excellent. And I would like for you to just share with our audience the different types of businesses that came together to form this group because it's sort of not exactly what you would think of. You wouldn't really think that these would come together, but it turned out to work out so very well for you guys. Share with us. Sure. And you're right. Like you often might think that a mortgage person and a realtor come together naturally because they're in the same line of business. But these five women, I would say, have had a very a different kind of flavor. And we do call ourselves informally POW5, Power of Five. And the women are myself, who offers human design and self-care. Then we have a woman named Prati who does 
energy and mindset, Marianne, who is a business coach, and she focuses on goal setting and clarifying your, your direction. Uh, the other woman, Mary, works on um, helping women with their, not just fashion, but the presentation in terms of how they look and feel, whether they're in the boardroom or in the bedroom. <laughs> and then the fifth person is uh, Pam, who her specialty is around speaking and teaching women how to present themselves with confidence in what they're presenting, whether they're talking in front of a big group or at a meeting or just their messaging. So it brings together you know, a wide variety, I would say, of different areas, but all under, again, that theme for empowering women. Excellent. And I, I think this is so, so interesting because it's five women coming together that you wouldn't normally think. It's not the most intuitive, like you said, of like a realtor and a um, mortgage broker coming together. It's a woman who sells clothing, one who does marketing, one who's doing yoga, but somehow you guys figured out how to make this collaboration happen. And you guys are doing so many great things with that from doing this series with University of Hartford to putting out your book in 2021, which I hope you will come back on the show and talk to us a little bit about when we're um, closer to that for you. So before you go, I would like for us to just hit the main points of collaboration for our audience. Tell me, what do you think are the pros and cons of collaboration? What are the great things and what are the things that uh, you want to watch out for? Sure. Well, again, I think the collaboration is about bringing together not necessarily similar services or even complementary, but I think it goes deeper in terms of synergistic energy. It's about a collaboration between people or entities that really can do more together almost in a way than by themselves. Um, the thing to look out for that I would say is collaborations that just don't feel like they're the right fit. And that's okay because that person could quite also, you can choose to move on and be um, finding again, the right opportunity at the right time. So again, if, and I just want to speak to that, that not everyone is a generator. For example, some people are better at initiating projects and the other person following through. So sometimes to have the, again, synergistic energy, they don't have to be so similar, so alike, but be able to work together. And I think that's what's important. I love that. And I love that you're bringing the idea of human design into this because, for example, somebody who is classified as a manifester is a great person to have as part of your collaboration team, somebody who can get the project started and come up with the really, really great ideas. And then it's great to have your generators on board because they're going to be basically the engines. You cannot drive this car without the engine, right? And then of course, you're going to have your projector who's your driver because if you don't have somebody to turn you in the right direction, you could end up over a cliff and nobody wants that. And of course, if you are lucky enough to have a reflector as part of your group to just keep an eye on the pulse sort of like that little gauge 
that tells you too hot, too cold, yes, no. It's, I think that kind of collaboration is probably the collaboration that we should all really aim for and be in. And if we find ourselves in that position, can't lose, can't fail. Yeah. Must and that, that's a gr- that's a great um, analogy. And my visual is for people sitting in a car. You know, one is driving, one's reading the GPS, the other is probably got the map, and the other is like making sure that everybody's fed well and <laughs> that the system is working. That the know? system so, yeah, is working. I, love that I know it's it's wonderful. I I love love love, and everybody who knows me knows that I love collaborations. I think they are really just so wonderful. I'm trying to get together sort of like a checklist of things that people should look out for, questions that people should ask themselves before they dive into a collaboration. And I like that you talk about really tuning into the energy that you feel. And it seems like everybody who comes on the show mentions this, that the energy should be right and you should really check in to see if there's synergy with the energy. Do you have any other tips or words of wisdom or hacks or even apps or websites or books that we could consult to give us more information about how to have a good collaboration? I know there's probably a lot out there. I know and all of your guests probably have their favorite book. I'll just mention Understanding Human Design by Karen Curry. That's a great way to just understand, again, about this energy that we're talking about. And to your last point, I will mention that you can actually run what's called a connection chart to see your energy with somebody else's and how they match up. And I've heard that's even great for um, if you're going into business with somebody. Um, So that's just an unusual tip. And then just, again, to be aware of what opportunities are coming across, what feels good, and One last note about the human design sort of theory is make the decision using your body, whether it's your intuition, your gut feeling, asking yourself, yes or no, should I be doing this? Or the feelings that you have, whether it's positive or the, you know, the negative thing, well, wait a second, we don't want to follow this. So we have one of those, we have usually one more than the other more prevalent. And that's important is to make sure the wisdom comes from the body. The wisdom comes from the body. I was just, you saw me having a conversation earlier with one of my, mem- one of our members in Ladies Power Lounge, Robin, and we were just talking about that, about how different people really are able to interact with their environment and know the answers, to the questions that are being asked in different ways. But the thing that we need to be really, really careful about is to let the body answer the questions and not override it with the mind, which can get a little bit carried away sometimes. Don't you think that's, that's so usual? Awesome. Yeah. So I know some of our friends who are watching with us today or listening to us on the podcast, they might have questions about how to get in touch with you. How can people reach out to you? I'm most active on Facebook, so you can find me through Christy Sullivan or uh, my Facebook group called Christy's 
self-care tribe. And I do even have some collaborative events that I post on there where I work with someone else to provide self-care tips and do things like today we did tapping to help around uh, stress for the holidays. But um, that is where you can find me. I also have a website called Christie's selfcare.com and I'm also on LinkedIn and Instagram if you find me there. Awesome. Thank you so much. I invite you to go into the Ladies Power Lunch group and just post your information there. You can also find it on the YouTube channel and you can post your information there as well. And we usually share it over to LinkedIn as well. So you can post your information there and just let's stay in touch. And we look forward to having you on the show soon when you'll tell us all about your new book. That is a collaborative work that you're working on. Excellent. Thank you so much, Christy. And thank Thank you everybody for joining us today. Really, really glad that you tuned in for collaboration conversations. And I hope to see you all again soon. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us. Find out more at our website, www.ladiespowerlunch.com. And find us on YouTube at youtube.ladiespowerlunch.com.